planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. Hey there, welcome to another episode of the Ever Black Podcast, proudly brought to you by Blacklight Art Design and RW Promotion. I am your host, Nev. Joining us on this episode is Claudio Sanchez from Coheden, Cambria, who will be heading down here in December for the second instalment of the Good Things Festival. And the lineup this year is shaping up to be massive. You've got Parkway Drive headlining with Trivium, Bad Religion, Carnival, uh, The Damn Things, Poppy, who I'm keen to check out. Uh, Thy Art is Murder, Enter Shikari, Man with a Mission, uh, Voyager, who are always awesome, Violent Soho, and uh, just heaps more. It's just uh, going to be massive. And uh, Coheed, of course, who are a big deal in my household. Uh, shout out to my wife, Kylie, who was the original <laughs> the original fan uh, here who got us all into them many, many, many years ago. And uh, we've, we've got a very long history, my family and I, with uh, Coheed. And uh, it was just very, very cool to have Claudio on the show to uh, to talk a little bit about that. And, uh, of course, uh, you know, the Amory Wars storyline and, um, you know, he's been a parent himself and, uh, and, and touring Australia and, and just heaps of stuff. He's just a really cool guy. And, uh, of course, shout out to Janine and Tim for making that one happen. Thanks, Legends. Uh, it's actually been... A couple of years since Coheed have toured here, so it's uh, well overdue, especially since they released their ninth album, The Unheavenly Creatures, last year, which uh, continues that massive Amory War storyline. Look, if you've ever gone and checked it out, um, it's you, you'll understand it's it's quite uh, quite full on, and uh, the story is massive. It's just yeah, and the comics, the comics. If you if you get a chance to check out the comics, do so because um, it's really really well done and. Uh, as you can hear in the interview, I, I really got my fingers crossed for uh, maybe a Netflix series or a movie, and uh, he's been trying to make that happen for a while. So hopefully, very soon, we'll we'll see that on a big screen because it'll be just uh, incredible, Star Wars level. Coheed are, are also just an amazing life. So if you're heading to Good Things and you've never seen them, make sure you uh, stop off and see them because they shred very, very hard. All right, the Good Things Festival kicks off on Friday, December 6th at Flemington Racecourse in Melbourne, then Saturday, December 7th at Centennial Park in Sydney, and then wraps up on Sunday, December 8th in Brisbane at the Showgrounds. Tickets are on sale now through austics.com.au. All right, before uh, we go into that, I just want to give another shout-out to Tim Price from The Faction Live uh, for airing this one on the station last week with our uh, Oakley Coakley interview, uh, which has uh, gotten some really good feedback. Uh, the Faction, is, if you're unaware, is an online heavy music radio station that plays uh, not only some of the biggest bands in the world, but also throws their support behind uh, the underground bands and the upcoming bands as well. Uh, you can download the app from the App Store, or head to thefaction.live for more info and support those guys because they're supporting uh, a lot of underground music. That's uh, really important. All right, before we go into this episode, we do have to mention that it is brought to you by our good friends at Blacklight Art Design, who are our go-to for all our screen printing needs. They've done all our shirts and hats for Ever Black Media, and they've got such a great turnaround. 
www.blackwhitead.com.au. The show is also brought to you by our good friends at RW Promotion, who are the best in the biz when it comes to stickers, flyers, banners, badges, and all other promo you need for your band or business. Go check them out at www.rwpromotion.com.au. Tell them uh, Never Ever Black sent you, and they'll uh, they'll look after you. They're good good people. Feel free to uh, subscribe to the show on Spotify Podcast, iTunes Podcast, YouTube. Uh, we're also uploading them directly to Facebook now as well, so when you're scrolling through, you can uh, check them out there too. Also, feel free to share uh, the interviews. We, we really appreciate that, and uh, leave us some feedback as well. But every bit helps. The support is really, really appreciated. Thanks, guys. All right, here is my interview with the one and only Claudio Sanchez from Coheed and Cambria. Go uh, check out Unheavenly Creatures now. It's available everywhere. And, of course, get your tickets to the massive Good Things Festival uh, for December. Pretty good uh, little Christmas present there, I think. A little, little early Christmas present. I know lots of people would appreciate that. Uh, and, uh, of course, support it because, I mean, how many uh, festivals are uh, happening down under and uh, we need that. That's something we definitely need. So uh, they're doing amazing things, the Good Things uh, Festival people. Thank you very much for uh, bringing us the music we love so much. All right, here is Claudio Sanchez from Coheed and Cambria. Enjoy, people. Hey, Claudio, how are you, mate? I'm good. How are you doing, Neb? Yeah, really good, man. Thanks for uh, joining us on The Faction. What's going on? Nothing, really. I'm just uh, sitting in my Brooklyn apartment, looking outside the window, uh, watching the cars go by. That that sounds pretty uh, pretty chill, man. <laughs> Before things yeah. get hectic and tough. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Well, man, we are very, very stoked that you'll be coming back down under for the Good Things Festival this December, which uh, it's got so many great bands on this festival, man. And uh, of course, with you guys as well. Obviously, I mean, it's been a little while since you guys have been. It's, it's way overdue. Are you keen to get back down to Australia? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm excited. I'm very excited. I think around that time of year, uh, my son will be out of school. So we're actually, my wife and I are talking about potentially bringing him along we'll see but yeah no i'm 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 very excited so yeah like you said it's long overdue absolutely man i think it's been about two years two and a half years is that right that, yeah that's, that's yeah that seems about right crazy because uh yeah man and you said you know you're thinking about bringing uh atlas down here would that be his first trip to australia it would yeah i mean he's traveled all over the place i think about how many plane ride he's been on in only the five years of his life and I'm like geez I, the first plane ride I took I was 18 um so it's pretty wild pretty cool it is pretty cool man that is pretty cool and, and of course uh in regards to the good things festival uh you know this year it's gonna just gonna be incredible I mean we've got you guys Voyager Parkway Drive damn things Carnival and even that at Poppy it's it's just gonna be awesome and um is there anyone on that lineup that you're keen to check out or even hang out with Yourself? I mean, not not that. Uh, is Bad Religion on that? They are. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd be looking forward to. You know, we have some friends in in their camp, so uh, be looking forward to maybe hanging out with them. But uh, for the most part, I got to be honest. I'm not the most. I'm usually, I kind of keep to myself. Kind of more of a introverted, reclusive mm. fellow. Um, you know, and the the later we get into our career the more i take it very seriously in a weird like in terms of like my voice and upkeep you know i'm usually like the guy that goes to bed early 
and then wakes up at five <laughs> o'clock in the morning. You know, I'm old. I'm an old man. I'm an old man like that. Um, but yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, this tour, uh, of course, for me is going to be personally uh, pretty special. As my eldest daughter, look, I'll just. I'll tell you straight out. Coheed and Cambria is the family band. My wife's a fan. I'm oh, a fan. Really? And my eldest daughter has been raised on, on Coheed. This is going to be her <laughs> first time seeing you guys. So. Oh, wow. So cool. Yeah, man. Absolutely. It's, it's, a very special thing for us. And I mean, I'm sure you hear that everywhere you go. I mean, people are even naming their kids Coheed and Cambria now. It's incredible. Yeah, I know. I've, I've, I've met a Coheed and Cambria. They were twins. Pretty wild. Um, I met a lot of Ambelinas, a lot of um, Josephines, no Willems, no Willems yet. But uh, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty cool. It's, it's um, very, you know, I, I never thought like I would create, you know, I always wanted to create something like this, but I never thought I'd create something that would be this important to people, you know, to people. Like I knew how important it was to me to share that with others. It's just like, wow. So I'm, I'm really very lucky. You know, it's pretty cool. I hope your family has a good time. Oh, dude, we can't wait. It's going to be, it's something, you know, special for us. And uh, of course, I mean, especially my wife was, she's the original out of all of us. I mean, she was the one that the day you guys, I remember it, I was downstairs and I heard this scream that sounded like something had just gone terribly wrong. (laughs) Ran up the stairs and I was like, what's going on? And she's like hyperventilating. And I'm like, what's, what's, what's up? What's up? She goes, go read it coming. That was your first tour, and we pretty much. Oh seen... wow, that's amazing! I know, I know, right? So uh, she missed you last time because she was pregnant again. But um, here we are, man. And it's... do you remember that first tour that you came down here? I I have a I have a vague me- vague memory. I'm trying to. I I know at one point, um, and this might have been that tour. I'm not sure, but uh, one of my memories is um, we had a we had a comic book artist from Australia named Sheldon Bella. He was working on a a book called Kill Audio. Um, really cool personality, awesome guy. So I, I'm wondering if that if that was it. It may it may have been. That was just kind of the memory. I haven't seen him in a while, and I think he, he's out there now. So I'm trying to maybe maybe reconnect. But yeah, that's um yeah. Sorry. <laughs> that's all right, man. No, maybe maybe yeah. Reconnect, catch up for a beer while you're down here. Your latest album, Unheavenly Creatures, came out last year, and it saw an epic return to the Amory Wars storyline, which has grown into such a massive conceptual world through comics and art and music. How far ahead have you got this storyline mapped out? Um, you know, I know which, like, I know the goal for each story, each story, basically like the climax, where we have to get or um, where we're going. But for the most part, you know, I'm just allowing life experience to sort of design around those moments. So I, I know I know how this ends. I know how each part ends, which characters are going to go, which characters are going to stay, all that stuff. But, you know, none of that is set in stone until I actually start writing the record and actually designing uh, the story around it. So, yeah, I have a good understanding. But, again, all of that could change when... I start piecing together the music. Do you have a feeling like, you know, the current world events, especially with um, what's going on in climate change and the political side of things might, you know, alter the course of the story a little bit as it goes along? Does that sort of seep into it? Yeah, uh, absolutely. I mean, some of the themes of the last record, you know, places are Mm. sort of, you know, I'm not, I'm not much of a, you know, 
in terms of a political person. Like I don't really like you know throw that out there, but I do have like some stances and and that and and things that that happen in the world, whether they're politically, environmentally, you know, they they do make their way into the music. It's just not you know I just don't sort of banner it if you will but like for yeah. example the the prison pit of the la- the prison pit of the last record the dark sentencer is loosely based on you know some of the things that happened in the social consciousness of you know what our um, my country and um yeah just the world so yeah i mean those things do kind of affect me and do alter certain things within the story but for the most part i think like the char- the main characters and their sort of their sort of mission is usually rooted um, especially this story is usually rooted in my family, you know, being a dad and uh, a husband. And you definitely see a relationship between the characters and, and myself in that respect. But anything outside of that is usually like will influence, like I said, like an environment or um, maybe some of the, you know, the other players outside of the uh, the main characters. So yeah. in regards to that whole the whole story and everything like that, and uh, you know, you, is your son Atlas? Is he aware of this uh, of everything within the story? Have you sat him down and and gone through the concept with him? And no, I mean, he's not so much aware of the concept as much as he is. I mean, he's aware of Coheed and Cambria. Like today, I was working on some material that may potentially be on the next record, may not, but. He like came into the room and like he was like that's Coheed and Cambria and I'm like it's not Coheed and Cambria yet, buddy. Like you know, I haven't just, but like you know what I mean. My voice, he like he hears my singing and like he hears the guitars in relation to my voice and like immediately like assumes like you know there's something that's that's familiar. That's you know I know that as this. But yeah, but as far as like the concept goes, we, it's not something we we really bring up because you know a lot of the stuff that's like written is a is a bit mature and I'm not so sure I want you know, want to, uh, you know, uh, although we do show them Star Wars and that can be violent, but, but, you know, there's some other like adult sort of themes with inside the Amory Awards that I'm like, I don't really want to expose him to yeah. yet um, or get him interested in that is interested in it that he'd actually open the book and check it out. I mean, that's the thing is he also likes to, re- he likes to read. So, you know, I'd just be uh, probably not a good thing for him to read right now. <laughs> so <laughs> talking about Star Wars though, I mean, you, over the years, Coheed, you know, has been through so much, so many ups and downs. And Travis especially seems to be the chewy to your heart. Would you would you look at it that way? Um, Yeah, but yeah, I think so. I mean, although I think Travis is probably the better looking, so I'd probably be the chewy to his heart. But, um, <laughs> but uh, for the most part, yeah, Travis and I have been like, you know, we've been friends since we were 13 years old. I mean, my, you know, my first musical, you know, venture, I mean, was not far from meeting Travis. So I think we grew up together understanding the language of music. You know, mm. trying to figure out the language of music, and uh, you know, and so yeah, now here we are in our you know later life. Like, you know, and I don't think many people can say that they're still friends with the guy that they were friends with at you know 13 years old. It's pretty, uh, pretty, it's pretty cool. It's pretty special, man. You know that journey you guys have had, and um, you know, of course, next album's going to be num- album number 10. Pretty damn excited. <laughs> I mean, I know. <laughs> Wild. Yeah, man, it's insane. I mean, is there going to be a possibility of a mega never ender? Because that's that that you know would be insane. Yes, absolutely. There's 
You know, I always talk about trying to do never-enders in multiple capacities. There might be something that might get announced not too far from now that might be a never-ender of some sort. Um, but, uh, you know, but there's, there's always like, there's, there's multiple versions of never ender. Like there's the versions of never ender that are affiliated with the co-eating Cambria saga, which is you're the black rainbow to no world for tomorrow. There's the Vaxa saga. There's the Afterman no world for tomorrow. Like, you know, like you said, there's the mega never, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, if we, if we should only be so lucky that we're all alive for that. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, it's, uh, it's pretty cool. Like I, I, I mean, I, I love that. I, lo- I love the possibility of the, of getting creative and doing these cool celebratory, um, ways to, to sort of tribute these pieces of art that we've created, invested so much, so much of our love into. So yeah, it's cool. It's really cool. Absolutely. As a, there might be a, a mega, mega, there might be a mega, Ender. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, uh, you know, tw- have you got plans already for 2020? Maybe possibly a movie or some kind of Netflix you deal? Well, you know, we've, we've got plans. Um, you know, there's things that we're talking about at the moment. I mean, there's a company that we've been loosely talking with for some time now about potentially adapting the stories into an animation um, mm. whether it's like an episodic an- animation or a full length. Um, but again, it's all just talk. Nothing, nothing's ever, you know, nothing's been like sort of solidified and like, you know, ready to go. You know, Amory Wars is such a interesting sort of thing because it's like, it is, it's got this like very feverish cult following, but it's not obvious to the people that sort of make these things happen. You know, anytime I ever talk to somebody outside of like a Coheed fan base about the potential of like doing something with the property, it's like a question mark. Like they don't understand that there's like, there's a loyal, very invested sort of fan base that's like attached to this thing. It's just like, it's just not, it's not that, it's not obvious to most people. So, I mean, I think in time, something cool is, is without a doubt going to happen, but it's just going to take like the right person to do it. And I almost feel like it's going to be a fan at some point that's going to get put into a position. that's going to be like this amazing director. And they're going to be like, people have slept on this thing that's sitting here. It's like, I'm going to put this thing together, you know? And I would love that because that would be the, would be the right way to do it. The story's so deep. And I, I think you're right. A fan that understands the world would be the right person for the job. And to work with you as well would be incredible. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. And uh, also another thing, congrats on your 10-year uh, wedding anniversary coming up next month, mate. Holy moly's Nev. Thanks. Yes, you're yeah. absolutely right. My wife is like, let's go to Paris for our 10-year anniversary. And I'm like, <laughs> I mean, like, all I want to do is stay home. But... You know, it's, I mean, maybe we will, but yeah, thanks, man. That's cool. Yeah, no, it's no, our that's it. anniversary. <laughs> Crazy, man. It's gone so quick. Well, uh, uh, of course, Claudio, thanks again for taking the time to hang out on the show, and uh, we'll see you at the Mega Good Things Festival in December. It's going to be incredible. Tickets are on sale now. Dude, enjoy uh, chilling out this afternoon. Oh, you got it. Will do, Nev. Thank you very much. And I hope you and your wife have a good time at the show, and your daughter as well. 
Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. 